Hello, I'm Regina Botras and welcome backstage where we talk with theatre makers from actors, directors, writers, theatre heads and beyond about their life in the theatre and how they got to be where they are now. My guest is Kate Gall. She is the Artistic Director of Siren Theatre Company. She's a theatre and opera director, creative producer, festival director and designer. And her latest production is on at Griffin Theatre, The End of Winter. It's playing until the 12th of February, but written by Noelle Janicheska. Please welcome Kate Gall. Thanks. Hi, Regina. That's a lovely intro. Thanks for coming on. So I can't help but think a post-apocalyptic world, the end of winter. Is that Where are we? We're here now and the apocalypse is upon us. <laughs> um, this was a play that was written in 2019 during the horrific bushfires that occurred in Australia. And, of course, that wasn't the first event that's happened that sort of, I guess, has thrown light onto this massive crisis that the world is currently we're in it so I guess Noelle has taken the bushfires as a starting point and starts to think about how much she loves winter and cold weather and then I guess the plays that are meditation on the potential loss of seasons what if the only way we experience or understand winter in the future is through the paintings fairy tales the novels people's descriptions of it because some places in the world may end up you know not not experiencing it Having said that, so having said that our summers are getting hotter, in some places in the world the winters are getting wilder and longer. So I guess it's just acknowledging that climate is changing the seasons and what would it mean to lose a season? Mm -hmm. Then to humanise all of that because that all sort of sounds very sort of heavy. I mean, it's obviously got humour like any good play, but the playwright also meditates on the death of her own mother. So the play then focuses on loss and grieving the resilience that we have through loss and grief. Uh, And then it's an invitation for us to uh, think about how we're going to act next because it might be possible that we let a season or something big that we really like slip through our fingers without even noticing it. Mm. Is it it also, I mean, that quite an emotional world uh, and is it that kind of loss of something in ourselves as well that we might lose? Definitely. I think it it certainly leans into that. And I think some people who will come to the production could just see a very surface story, which is absolutely fine. And for other people, I think it does become quite existential because it is very much about life and death and all the big sort of questions contained within 55 minutes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As you do. But yeah, look, definitely, definitely. And I think that's obviously what makes it a sort of a, a play that's worth interpreting and putting onto the stage because it does explore those big themes and you can respond to it at a very deep level, mm. yeah. And I think those fires resonate for all of us so deeply. Um, they're quite traumatic. In fact, if I smell a fire, I remember that time and the smoke in the air, there's a post-traumatic feeling about it for for this experience. Noelle writes in quite a poetic way. Can you talk about that and the yeah. that sort of poetic way? Well, I guess the... The thing that you always, um, I, the thing that I'm always drawn to in Noelle's work are the words and the way that she, you know, as, like a poet, and I guess Noelle is a poet as well as a playwright, uh, can craft words into the interweave multiple meanings, which is what you want from a great text. So yeah, look, her writing is always poetic. It's always very rhythmic. There is a narrative in the work, but she's more a for a playwright who works with form. I think the images are very strong, so we may not physically have smoke in the theatre but you can smell that 
the smoke of the fires because, again, she's she's relying on the fact that we have an instant memory when certain things are triggered um, in the same way that she can explore winter as a person who was born in the Northern Hemisphere in a way that we can't, but we can all respond to the idea of snow and you know, fairy stories, which are very Northern Hemisphere, and the loss of language. When when we start to lose things, we lose language around that, and that impacts on our culture. So that's very much at the core of Noelle's work as well, is how words are used and how words form us. So, yeah, look, I love it. Um, there's never a word used twice. It's so detailed. Oh. It's I think it's a bit of a bugger to learn it, but, you know, <laughs> it's such a pleasure to hear it. <laughs> Uh, tell me about that narrative with Jane Vegan as the lovely Jane playing. Um, the- Jane, um, Jane, of course, uh, has I've worked with Jane a number of times in all sorts of plays, everything from you know physical theatre through to Shakespeare. We just completed, I guess, our fifth tour of Good With Maps, which was a very similar piece by Noelle, which explored the death of her father, but also an adventure to take someone off the map into the unknown. So you can see the relationship there between that journey into death and the journey into, well, as it turns out, into the Amazon. So when we got the opportunity to work on this new piece, The End of Winter, I thought, let's keep the band together, Regina. I mean, we're on a winner here. I mean, Jane has got such a beautiful feel for this work and she's so nice to listen to. Uh, Nate Edmondson, who's our composer, likewise, we've sort of created this language around these works now so far so good if it's not broken don't fix it so I was just thinking on my way here maybe we're aiming for a trilogy if we get a third one (laughs) it could be a nice little package but um yeah look it's just nice to work with long-term collaborators on something that is very sophisticated uh, and then of course bring newcomers in so that we're not just in our own echo chamber Uh, and so it's look it's been great had a great team Mm. so what is her journey like what is the narrative is she living through the fires is she yearning for is it her experience of her parents death yeah it starts during the fires um and then we go into so as a sort of as an antidote to being in very hot weather and very bad air and all of that sort of like sci-fi kind of horror that there was in 2019 the playwright dips into her library and decides to indulge herself in places that are cold in the world and then she decides to take trips around Australia, around the globe, anywhere where she can go on public transport or, failing that, the imagination. So we spend quite a bit of time in Antarctica and the Arctic Circle, which are imaginary journeys, and that gives Noelle a chance to explore colonialism um, and, I guess, from a post-feminist kind of point of view and the politics of exploration and colonialism, which are her big themes as well. Yeah. Um, and But then she catches a bus and goes to Threadbow, for example. Yeah. She goes to New Zealand. Um, she contemplates going to Antarctica, but, of course, the carbon footprint in those sorts yeah. of trips, you have to weigh up why am I doing this, and yeah. landscapes remain pristine and pure before we go there, and then we go there and they're no longer like that. So um, yeah. it's also just asking us to think about those things too, but not in a heavy way. Yeah, It really is, you know, one person, you know, I'm a, you know, a middle-aged person going, what do I do? Um, so she has a number of places that she goes that take her through time and place across the globe, um, and that's paralleled with the decline and death of her mother and what happens when somebody dies. There's mm-hmm. you know there's a funeral, there's the packing up, mm-hmm. there's the grieving. So those two stories, the search for cold places and the loss of her mother, are kind of parallel and come together at times through the piece. And it sounds quite 
not contradictory, but like there's there's the hot and cold complex, hot and cold. There's the yearning, and then there's the loss. There's yeah, the wanting to go there but not wanting to damage. <laughs> right, I know. So there's lots of anti- antithetical ideas, yeah. which is I kind of like life, isn't it? So yeah, it's all it's exploring that we were in that all the time, um, and it just so happens that the fires made that very present for us as well. The destruction was on the doorstep. So much of our time right now, from yesterday, the heat, 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 to the rain today, I mean. You know, it's so unpredictable, isn't it? (sighs) Because the play has been written and developed in the last two years, we also obviously, there's a nod to COVID in there as well, because that COVID has sort of messed up everything in a different way. Um, Mm. It's just a mention, but it acknowledges its time, which I think Mm. also makes it, you know, it's great to read something that's hot off the press. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And also, talking about that, how is it to be back working on something? Great. It feels a little unreal. Um, it's a little bit like you're walking through honey some of the time, you know, like you go, oh, this, you're sort of slow. You know, everyone's got back on the horse. I haven't, I don't think I've actually had a show, had an audience um, to a show that I've directed and produced for a long time. So tonight's going to be, we just have a preview audience tonight. So I think that will be exciting. And obviously people who are coming to the theatre are also excited in that way that you are, that, you know, you might have gone twice a week or once a month or whatever your habit was. And that we've really had, that's just disappeared. So now slowly people are coming back. Um, you know, we really wanted to get the production on because I think it is a piece that will tour like Good With Maps. And, of course, it's hard to plan a tour unless the production's been made. So, you know, um, it is uncertain as to our audience reach in Sydney at the moment. But we'll be back, Regina, don't worry. Yes, um, yes, but it would indeed. be lovely to have people enjoy it now, of course. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, Kate Gall, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for making the time. And that was Kate Gall from The End of Winter, which is playing at the Griffin until the 12th of February. Oh.